Hello, and welcome to AdLib Heroes. My name is Joey, and I'm a lifelong DM and writer. At our table today is... Hi, I'm Bev, and I play Olivia Fortier. Hi, I'm TJ, and I play Kirith Odell. I'm Riley, and I play Grimlock Seaspray. Some quick announcements. Please be sure to rate and review us if you like the show, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Our social medias are at AdLibHeroes on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Now let's get back to the story. Last time, in the town of Grelou, Olivia and Kirith were staying at the Red Smoke Inn, where Grimlock was working temporarily. Just after dawn, Gerard, a local farm boy, ran into town yelling about an orc attack and his injured brother, Rob. The mayor, Isaac, hired Olivia, Kirith, and Grimlock to escort Dr. Lisette, the town surgeon, back to Gerard's farm. Dr. Lisette hid Olivia's healing magics. Corinne Aubert, Gerard's mother, explained that orcs had attacked and stolen their pigs. Following their tracks into the woods, they met Cherry Boots, a sprite, and her owl, Reginald. She scouted for them and told them that the orcs were in an old castle, but most of them had left. They found the castle, and Kirith tried to trick his way past the orc cultist guards to have them take him to their leader, Wom Kung. Grimlock was spotted, and they had to kill the guards. Now they are taking a short rest in the woods near the castle. I roll my recovery hit die. I'm at full HP. Yay. That's four plus one is five cool so yeah if you're unfamiliar with the hit dice system in 5e you have a number of hit dice equal to your level it gets more complicated if you multi-class it is the same dice type that you would roll when you gain a level for more hit points so on a short rest you can roll that hit dice and add it to your con modifier to a minimum of one that's how many hit points you regain you regain a number of hit dice equal to half your level rounded down on a long rest so I don't know if anyone else needs to heal or just yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so when I'm at home between games, I idly like just roll dice just to like see what, you know, hit the dopamine rocks, see what I get. And I've been refraining from doing a D8 just to not make an alternate <laughs> timeline. <laughs> so I'm really excited. Uh, so eight. Eight. Nice. Um, well, these two are resting. Mm-hmm. Since I was sta- just stood in the woods and didn't get hurt, um, I would like to scout around. I assume that for Olivia, that means that I'm going like maybe 10 feet from them because I don't feel that safe and just kind of trying to be sneaky and look out to see if the other orcs are coming back or if anybody's coming out from the castle itself. Okay, so this is the type of role that I'm willing to let you pitch to me different roles you might be making. The ones I would generally assume would be survival if you're kind of getting the lay of the land, perception if you want just uh, sensory cues but no interpretation, or investigation if you're kind of uh, looking at what's going on and trying to, again, put it together, and I will put some of the pieces together for you. Um, I would say that the most, the closest to... My character to Olivia, it would be investigation just due to her sage background and her knowing more about the world through uh, investigating it than through actually experiencing it. Okay. That's a nine on the dice and plus two is 11. 11. So a couple things you notice. Something is obviously going on in the highest tower. Uh, There is torchlight flickering up there. Uh, You also hear some distant singing that slowly over the hour begins to to filter out. Uh, It seems to be the same song sung over and over again. Uh, So there's orcish battle hymns being sung in the distance, but they are starting to fade. Yep. I don't know if any of your characters speak orcish. Nope. 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 Okay. So yeah, you're hearing like, Tokaro, Hotsipo, 
Razzadito. <laughs> I will bring attention to my, even though my friends are resting, I'll just bring it to their attention. <laughs> Disconcerting. I am no longer concerted. Dosiro. <laughs> oh, he said dosi do. Get up. We got a dosi do. You dosi do. Swing I'm fine. No, round and round. Oh, you're bleeding still. Okay. A little, little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, for the first time, I tried to clean blood off of my rapier. Probably don't do a great job. <laughs> I mean, it's running a cloth along a piece of metal. I cut myself a little. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the melody sounds vaguely upbeat. At least they're in good spirits. Maybe they'll be easy to... While I'm sitting and, like, maintaining my sword and, like, resting and everything, I'll slowly... Or I'll start to give her, like, pointers or show her how to actually... This is how you maintain a weapon. Right. Oh. <laughs> what I can you... Kind of, I just kind of spread it on the grass and, like, doled it a little bit on a tree trying to get gunk off. <laughs> What can you do for these bad boys? Are you indicating your knuckles? Of course. <laughs> uh, you know what? They should be good. Okay. You want a hand massage? Always. These feel like rocks. <laughs> it's like rope with rocks at the end of it. That's because you have no dark vision and you have picked up. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> uh, Very astute. <laughs> So does the hour pass? Does the hour pass without? Yes, the hour passes uneventfully. So <laughs> when you guys are ready to head back towards it, uh, it doesn't look like anyone has come out of the ruined castle. And when I say ruined castle, parts of the structure are still standing, but there are other areas where there's no roof left or part of the walls have tumbled down. Uh, the moon is about half full, providing some light in the courtyard area. Uh, Probably not a lot if you don't have dark vision, like some kind of human. Uh-oh. Uh, and, yeah, it, it's hanging behind, almost seeming to hide behind this this castle that is barely peeking out of the overgrown woods behind it. Cool. It's on a bit of a hill uh, where if there were still guards out, it would be difficult to approach unseen, but uh, you you've already handled those guards. It doesn't look like they have been checked on or relieved, and they haven't done a good job of cutting away the undergrowth like you'd expect on a on a truly well-maintained fort. Okay. Um, suggest just moving up. Stay low. Stay towards the undergrowth. Um, you, you said there's clearly something going on up in the tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we should check all of the lower area first. I don't want to leave anyone alive behind us. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, um... So I... I suppose we could do one of two things, either go as a party of three, or if you want to go ahead and we can trail behind at a, at a distance. They don't seem to be paying much attention Uh, but it, I think it might be safer to stay in numbers for now. For sure. Makes sense. Yeah, I can't really see a lot of what's going on. Um, so, like, I might need a guide if we're not going to light a torch. I'll, um, I'll take the the slack in my belt and kind of adjust it from being equal on both sides to being long on one side to give her kind of like a, a tail to grab onto. Sure. Looking at the two, the bodies of the two guards we disposed of, um, they still seemed like mostly human. Yes, yeah. they, they were, they are still human bodies. So they are big humans, uh, but they have not undergone the sort of rituals that would right. transform them into orcs. I don't think, having a torch out is going to be a dead giveaway correct okay. Like, okay. some of these cultists might still also require it and but we searched 
you searched these guys. There's no, like... I gave you the pennies we found. Name tags or anything? <laughs> no, you don't see any name tags on Dang. them. What kind of cult is this? That's actually a good point. Like, if those two guys normally have torches, that's what they're going to be looking for, is two torches outside. Yeah. It'd be inter- it would be alarming to them for there to not be the torches. Or at least, yeah, at least a torch if they are sticking together, but... Yeah. They were not carrying one. No. Still, I think it's worth you being able to see. Okay. Yeah. I, I can carry torch. All right. So, as you head back towards the gates of this ruined castle, uh, you can still see the tracks from the wagon that the orcs had loaded their loot onto. Uh, it looks like it rested near the front doors and then continued to head uh, out to the east of this castle. Maybe we investigate that before we head inside. Uh, where was the singing coming from, the battle hymns? It was coming from inside the castle. Oh. Yeah, we could go see where they parked parked the cart. There might be a stable or a pen or something with, again, more guards who may come if they hear Or an easy sounds. getaway for us if we do end up in trouble. Or a different way in. The high lots of things. The high-speed chase on the donkey-driven horse, or donkey-driven cart. Uh, if you remember from last time, when you were tracking the cart, there they was were pulling n- it. they were pulling it. There was yeah. no animal pulling it. Okay. All right. So yeah, east around, follow okay. the tracks. So you follow the tracks for about twenty minutes, and they are continuing onward. They're leaving the grounds. They're leaving entirely. the grounds. If you remember, Cherry Boots said she saw them right. heading away. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then, yeah, they're away, away. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Good to have that information. Mm-hmm. All right, then I guess head back and head on into the courtyard. Okay. So the courtyard is surrounded by a 15-foot-tall wall of crumbling stone. There are several places where there are several rocks that have fallen off the edge of it. Uh, there are two doors that have been recently added. One... Uh, so they are wooden doors that are not very well constructed. One is a new set of double doors for the Great Hall, and there is another set of doors that lead down towards the basement of the castle. There is also a small field armory set up in one corner of the courtyard. No one is attending to it right now, but you can see an anvil, a banked forge, and a bunch of uh, materials waiting there. Um... I'll go and give the armory a once-over to see if there's anything of use. Okay, so you can roll an intelligence check and add your proficiency bonus if you have armor or weaponsmith proficiencies or anything like that. Ha! Five. Five. There are hammers and carving knives. And when I say hammers, like smith hammers. I look back and just uh, dwarf, Grim, Grimlock, Grimlock. Yeah, I remembered. Any of this look useful? Uh, I, I am just assuming that you know about this because you are a dwarf. Racist. A little. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm a mason by trade, but. <laughs> Uh, can I examine the materials? See yep. if there are any of any quality? Yes, so if you don't have a proficiency, you can still roll your raw intelligence. For investigation? Uh, no, so just your intelligence modifier. Oh, okay. Uh, but sorry, proficiency in what? Uh, so if you had certain tool proficiencies, I would let you add your proficiency bonus. Oh, okay. I have uh, proficiency in masonry tools. No, that doesn't help here. Okay, then, no, just raw intelligence. 11. 11. Uh, So yeah, there are, uh, you can tell that someone has been carving weapon halves, so there are long poles, Hmm. uh, and there are a bunch of leather strips. Uh, It looks like someone is making mauls, 
like big giant two-handed hammers. Oh, okay. They're uh, they're making weapons for some uh, for some powerhouses. They're constructing malls. All right. Not really any of our styles so far. I mean, free sticks. Free sticks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and then you said two doors? Two doors, and then there are other tumbled down like parts of the castle that you can see from the courtyard, but they've added one door heading down into a basement and one set of double doors into the Great Hall. Is most of the noise coming from that Great Hall? Roll me a perception check. A 13 plus my perception is zero, so 13. Okay, so uh, yeah, the last little bit of singing is coming from the Great Hall, but even that is dying down. Basement? Should we just try to like block them in the Great Hall? Like, could we just put a bar across it? Uh, which way do the doors appear to open? Uh, they would open outward. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Why not? Might make noise, which might and, bring them to the door, but... And it, those doors look pretty rubbish. If they're even as big as the guys we just fought, they're going to knock them down in seconds. So mm. just sneaky sneak as best we can sneak? Yeah, stay... I, I, I mean, I'll do it if that's what you guys vote for, but I think our best bet is attracting as little attention as possible for now. Okay. That makes sense to me. Should I just do a wide berth of the Great Hall as much as I can go out and then cut in for where the basement is so that I'm not walking right by the Great Hall windows with a torch? Um, are there, like, windows facing out into the courtyard? Not really, no. no. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's just fastest way to lead us to the least amount of exposure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you get to the part of the courtyard where there is the door down into the basement. There's a couple of outside steps and again a door that is basically some boards nailed together to another board on uh, rope hinges. Okay. Uh, as you pull it open there is a long narrow tunnel probably about 90 feet long. There are two doors on the left-hand side and one door on the right-hand side. Uh, the So it goes right, or sorry, left, right, left as you head down this hall. Uh, as you're looking at them, there's more of the, there's basic doors on both sides on the left hand. And then on the right hand, it is more like a set of sticks lashed together. Okay. Almost like a makeshift cage, but... Okay. Um, I'll... Are you out front, or is Grimlock out front? I was go just going to suggest, like, you want to take the lead on this, and I'll pull up one of the javelins I took off of the cultists out. Yeah, yeah, sure, that's... It's a good idea. I'll actually keep watch at the back. So I'll keep looking back if I'm at the back of the group. Um, and you can be in the middle. Kirith? Sounds good. Okay. Yep. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Javelins are a strength thrown? You can, so javelins can be thrown with either strength or okay. dex. Cool. And if I'm wrong on that, I house rule it this way anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that's, I think, yeah, there's some yeah. stuff about rules as written and you can't add decks to some of the throne, but... Anything with the throne quality instead of just the range quality, I tend to say you can add strength. So hand axes and javelins, yeah. you can throw those off of strength, but yeah. you can't fire a bow off of strength. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good, because um, that makes javelins better for me. Mm -hmm. uh, while we're doing rules stuff, um, so I chose uh, I chose quarterstaff as my starting weapon. Yes. And wouldn't have brought it with me like just running out the door kind of thing um so i was thinking having the javelin that i broke be you know using it as a quarterstaff i still use improvised for that though correct yes okay. uh, or you could take one of the halves from the field armory and use that as a quarterstaff so 
Okay. Someone has basically, like, when you have a haft for a weapon and you haven't finished putting the head on it, hmm. it's basically a quarter staff, so. Okay, cool. Yeah, do that. Yeah, I will do that. Mm-hmm. It is not the nicest quarter staff anyone has ever owned, but <laughs> neither is my one at home. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have a I'm, I have a quarter staff on my back. Yeah. <laughs> He's like this piece of garbage or this unfinished weapon. I'm just you do okay. you. Yeah, do what <laughs> you want. I got I got like five weapons. <laughs> yeah. Go with the unfinished one. <laughs> okay, so you start heading down this dark tunnel in the basement. Uh, so you're at the back, and you've got a lit torch, right, Olivia? Yes. Okay. So, as you're walking down, you reach the first door, which swings inward if you would like to open it. Uh, can I inspect the door before? Yes. Before swinging? I would yeah. like to do that. So you can roll either perception or investigation. I allow both for checking for traps and such. I will do perception. So 19 off of 17. Uh, okay. So you are looking at this door, paying attention, trying to see what is going on. You hear some metal clinking on metal farther down the hall from the last door on the left. Someone is moving around in that room, and you smell a little bit of wood smoke coming out of there. Okay. The door you're examining, though, doesn't have any traps or locks or anything like that. Okay. I'm going to open the door slowly and gesture towards the, uh, you said it was the door on the left? Uh, yes. Okay. The last door in the hallway. Yeah. Um, I'll move up adjacent to Grimlock and keep my eyes down the hall. Okay. So the door you've just opened is, uh, again, a small square room. There are a bunch of wooden racks in here that are mostly empty. Sitting in them are... Still remaining in the rack, sorry, are eight fire-hardened javelins and three mauls, each with stone heads instead of metal heads. Um, Can you explain a fire-hardened javelin? So you carve it to a point and then harden it in a fire so that it is harder than wood that has not been crisped up a little bit, but it does not have a metal point. Okay. Are the javelins we took off the cultists the same? No, no, the javelins you took off the cultists have vicious barbed metal points. Okay, cool. The um, would the is Maul a uh, a weapon class, or would it be qualified as a warhammer? It is a martial weapon. Uh, it is a two-handed martial weapon, okay. so it is bigger than a warhammer. Okay, thank you. It is to Warhammer what Greatsword is to Longsword. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, I'll grab two more of those javelins. Okay. Are they effect- like effectively the same? Yes, but okay. on a uh, on a critical miss, they will be broken. Cool. Right. Uh, let's continue towards door number one. On the right-hand side? Wasn't the first one on the left? Yeah, the first one was on the left. That's the one where the armory was. Oh, okay. You looked in... Sorry. You are already at door number one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. uh, Door number two. Okay. So you reach the area where there is this, like, set of sticks lashed together, Mm. uh, and you realize that it is a little bigger, and instead of being a door on hinges, it's something you lift out of place. The smell from beyond here is a heavy animal smell like you've walked into a terrarium type of thing there is a bunch of straw on the floor uh there is a long stone trough that is divided into two sections and there is the smell of of droppings of dung and we know all this without opening the door we can see through yeah you can see right through it okay Oh, we can see right in? Yes, because it's... So the spaces between the sticks that make up the door are probably about half a foot apart. Okay. You could fit your arm through the door. So this was almost certainly the animal pen, and they've already dealt with those pigs in whatever way they were going to? I'm pretty sure they left all of the 
heads of the pigs back at the farm. Oh, you're right. This is for something else. But just gesture, gesture with my hand, like Rig kill it. it, like not. Let's just go past yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. So the last door is another one of the rope hinge doors. Uh, and as you're getting closer, you hear a voice humming some of those orcish battle hymns in that room. And in a language we don't understand. Dobara itzoka gromsta vitoro. I tap Grimlock on the shoulder from behind and gesture with my thumb to my neck. Just we're we're gonna finish it. Like we're gonna take him out. Um, I will try and open the. Uh... Open the door as quietly as possible. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Uh, it's a 12. 12, 12. Off, a, off a 10. Okay, so yeah, you open the door. Inside there is a, uh, a simple kitchen down here. Uh, so there is a, a work area with a bunch of blades. There is a big fireplace and there is a headless pig on a spit. And there is a hulking figure, about seven and a half feet tall, bulging with gray muscles. His lower jaw is cracked open for tusks to grow out. Uh, he has a battle axe leaning against the, or sorry, a great axe leaning against the wall, and he is slowly turning the spit that the pig is on. I'm gonna start sneaking towards that battle axe. Okay. Great axe. Great axe. All right. So if you would like to take the Great Axe, that's going to be a sleight of hand check. Cool. Uh, seven off of five. Okay. So you go to reach for it and your hand comes up and he looks down. He's like, eh? <laughs> and now it's time for initiative. Fair. You might still get it, but... <laughs> You did not beat his passive perception. Fair. Mm -hmm. Very fair. That would have been really funny, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fight me with your cooking knife. <laughs> still, yeah, he still probably has some stuff going on, but... Yeah, your, your filleting knife that's only two feet long. <laughs> oh, no, Olivia. I always go last. I drew a two. Oh, man. oh Grimlock. Grimlock is queen. <laughs> All right, so the order is going to be Grimlock, Kirith, the Cooking Orc, and then Olivia. So Grimlock, what would you like to do first? I'm going to use my interaction to grab the uh, to grab the battle axe. And how far away is he from me? Uh, he is about five feet. Okay, yeah. Uh, just <laughs> step in and oh, uh, I would have had to. Uh, I don't have to. Hilarious. So I'm going to have the quarterstaff in one hand, the battle axe in the other hand, and start kicking this man. Okay. <laughs> you were like, oh no, my hands are full. And you're like, but my feet are you weapons can, too. You can also one hand that quarterstaff. Oh yeah, give him a jab? For, yeah. For d6, and it's, if you two-handed, it's d8. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. Um, I'll try and try and jab him in the Adam's apple with the, with the quarterstaff. Okay. So 13 off a nine. So you just barely managed to hit him. You tied his AC and you jab him in the throat. Amazing. Four. Six off of four. Okay. So yeah, he coughs and bends forward a little bit. <laughs> and probably go for a Charlie horse with, with, my, with my right leg. Just okay. give him a kick. Nice. That is a 11 off of a 7. Okay, so he stumbles back, so you aren't able to get him. Okay. All right. Then it is Kirith. Um, having, see, having heard the bit of commotion, I will step around the corner of the door, step, take a step inside, and 
duplicate my cantrip from, from before, picking a flea out of my hair and flicking it at him. Uh, with the like muddy brown magical energy moving towards it, turning it into a small swarm of insects that begins biting around his face and head. He must make a constitution saving throw. He has a seven. Okay, so let me bring up infestation here. Pretty sure it just does d6. But more importantly, uh, so he takes d6 poison damage. So one poison damage. And uh, if it can move and its speed is at least five feet, roll a d4 for a uh, random direction that he steps in trying to get away from the uh, swarm. swarm. It doesn't provoke attack. It doesn't provoke opportunity attacks, but I'm really hoping he steps into the fire because so that would be funny. A one on this die is into the fire. Okay. Ah, uh, three. So he steps closer to the door. Poop. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So now it's his turn. Uh, He grabs uh, like a saucepan, like a pan with a handle. (laughs) (laughs) And he tries to smack at Grimlock with it. (laughs) And he critically fails. So he's swatting at the bugs, grabs the saucepan tries to swing at you, goes right by you. You can use your reaction to take an attack of opportunity if you would like. Excellent. Ooh. Ooh. That would be with the quarterstaff? Uh, it's up to you. Cool. Uh, while he's swinging wildly, I'm going to kind of jab him in the groin. Okay. And four, four damage. Okay. So he is nearly doubled over, and now it is Olivia's turn. So I am going to just hold on to the torch in one hand and my pan flutes in the other, and I just kind of peek past Kirith, and I say to him, uh, Grumsh thinks you're weak, and that's why you're a cook. I'm casting <laughs> um, Vicious Mockery, which uh, is a wisdom save. He has a natural 20. So he doesn't care that I'm yeah. insulting him. Yeah. Um, I Grumps think- loves me. <laughs> Look at me. I'm Look at me. Um, yeah. So he doesn't get any of the negative effects from that because he doesn't care. Maybe he doesn't even speak common anymore. Who knows? <laughs> He's like, huh? <laughs> okay. And then it is back to Grimlock. So you are now beside him. He is painfully recovering from your last blow. <laughs> Turn back to Olivia and why do you gotta dig into cooks, man? <laughs> Grumsh doesn't you love you either. Vicious mockery. <laughs> Oops. Don't cast into Malay like that. <laughs> I hit the wrong target. Uh, going to slam down on his uh try and crunch his foot with the quarterstaff. Okay. For 13 off a 9. That'll hit. For 7 damage. So yeah, you hit him in the foot and he crumples to the ground before you, crying in pain and passing out. Oh god. I'm doing the thing again. (laughs) He's so pitiful though. I'm like still holding the javelin and just walk up and plunge it into his throat. Okay. And if he's still twitching or anything, just give him a couple. Yeah. By D&D rules, any double tap will kill. Mm-hmm. I want to not lose any faith in my appointed guard, so I would like to just go and look around the room <laughs> uh, detailed-wise. So there are uh, a bunch of cooking implements in here. Uh, there is another room off of here, and when you look inside, there is uh, a bundle of rags, uh, and there is a small uh, footlocker. I will pull. I'm real weak. I Is it locked? Nope. I open it in that room. Okay. So inside of the footlocker, uh, you find clothes that would not have fit the orc that just died. 
you also find what's called a copper tooth. It's something that is given to every soldier of the Tusen Royal Army to show that they are a member of the the army. Kind of like a set of dog takes, kind of? Kind of, yes. I'll um, take the items out of the footlocker and just kind of bring them out maybe on the tape table or island counter whatever's yeah. in that room just kind of lay them out and be like uh this doesn't look like like this might have been here from before hmm. uh we grimlock and i would probably recognize that having fought in the last war or two yes yeah yeah is there any individual identification on it that we would know about? No, it's it's not exactly like a dog tag. You don't write someone's name on it. Mm. Owning one proves you served. Oh, I see. There's a bunch of flaws in that system. However, how do you overcome those flaws when you can't have computers and such? Mm -hmm. <laughs> would Olivia know of that type of thing? Likely, yes. Like, okay. yeah. It, I don't know it like anything specific. Like, I could tell it was an army uniform, but I can't tell the rank of the person. Or right. Anything. I'll kind of like dig through my ragged clothes and pull mine out. Just, oh. They, someone here, a prisoner, it's loot, or maybe even one of the cultists that turned fought. Yes. I'll just put it all back. There was also a small coin pouch in the footlocker. This I do not put back. This I open up and we can split it up. It I'll, had... I'll keep that second copper tooth if she's just going to put it back. Okay. I don't feel comfortable taking it personally. Uh, well, I can sell that to someone. <laughs> uh, in the coin purse, there is five silver and three copper. Uh, while he was uh, while he was double tapping, would have just a hand on my head and just kind of, kind of, um, uh, kind of power walking in the other direction, just trying to look at like anything else. Mm -hmm. Right, God. <laughs> five silver and three three copper. So. One copper apiece, and two silver and one silver for someone else, for the third person. Who wants to take the one silver? I'll hold up, uh, hold up my fist and kind of give you guys the challenging, the challenging eyes. Uh, you don't have to hit us, dude. You can. Oh. They're playing rock, paper, scissors in our audio medium. They both believe in rock. Heavily. Oh, looks like... Eight you... rocks in a row, paper. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Grimlock's face reeks of betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> I you thought get... we were just going to do this forever. <laughs> you get that look from people a lot. That's fair. Um, after all of that and looting and grabbing the extra copper tooth, I'll go and cut a small piece off of the pig okay. and feed it to my pet mouse who stays in my sleeve. Okay. He eats it hungrily because mice will eat anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to eat that. I don't know how orcs cook. But... Yeah, and like, they probably didn't do any sort of preservative, like on its way here. I guess it hasn't been that long since they attacked, but... The weird thing is he ran back to the farm and put an apple in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, is there such thing as masterwork tools in in 5th edition? Uh, not it for a mechanical effect. Okay, cool. Uh, would I n notice any any articles in the kitchen that would look better than what I have at home? Uh, as you're looking through the kitchen, all of this looks like the sort of stuff you'd see in an army camp kitchen. Okay. I would actually... So a standard inn's kitchen stuff would probably be better. Okay. But cast iron saucepan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would actually probably... You take, take the saucepan that tried to kill you? <laughs> <laughs> for the poetic justice. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we... I think we handled that pretty quietly. Oh, I then turn back around and pull out my small knife and cut that arc's ear off as well. Okay. <laughs> Did we check um, him at all? Oh, I guess I didn't. 
Yeah, I'll search. Or yeah, no, I'll search the orc's body while I'm doing that. Yeah, Grimlock and I did not come near you while you were double tapping yeah. that. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, so he doesn't have anything else on him of interest. I mean, he was wearing. Do you want a new armor. apron? It's probably pretty big. It says Grumpsh <laughs> loves cooks. <laughs> <laughs> it's covered in probably pig's blood. I am okay, thanks. All right. I could use that as a bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> yeah. Did we look and see what animals were in there or on the way back? Should we maybe... We, there wasn't anything oh, in there. Okay. You did not explore or examine that room? No, just looked in through the bars and there didn't seem to be anything. Okay. All right, so you head back out of this tunnel to the other set of doors or... Um, actually, now I've got a little bit of paranoia about this. They killed, they beheaded the pigs back there and brought them here. So they're, they might be, might have been keeping people in there. Yeah, I think, I think I'm going to look in the, in the pen room. Okay. So you head into the pen room, uh, untie the door mm-hmm. uh keeping people in here uh would people could have easily worked this door from either side okay. uh so as you're looking through uh in the stone troughs one of them is full of water uh the other has a few nails in the bottom you also find amongst the straw uh the shells of several large eggs the size of two fists put together Okay. Oh. Oh no. I mean, like TJ knows. I run to the door. (laughs) Okay. I'm just like gonna put that right back, and it's all wood and twine. Yes. Can I roll a survival (laughs) or to try to decipher what that what means? Yeah. Okay. Rhymes with bust concert. Uh. Nah, I got a nine off of a four. Yeah, you're not quite sure what they were just, raising in here. This is just weird. I don't like it. Uh, Are snakes born in eggs? Olivia does not know. I'm assuming. <laughs> um, could I roll um, religion to know if there are any powerful animals associated with Grumpsh? Sure. Yep. Oh, and they're using stone weapons. Yeah. And wood weapons. Mm. Uh, 20 off 18. Uh, so they are likely to use dangerous attack animals, things like dire wolves and wargs. Hmm. Uh, orcs will use a lot of that. Uh, but they tend to like things that are even a little bit smarter that can follow more orders or things that they can drive into a berserker frenzy. Hmm. Like dire badgers. Mm-hmm. Ah. Guys, it, <laughs> must, it must be dire badgers. <laughs> what eats nails? I don't know. That room gives me the creeps. I was actually wondering if it was like animal nails or like iron nails. Oh, it's, I... uh, it's iron nails. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. I... We, the players, <laughs> are going to not let the characters have the same knowledge that we all have. <laughs> I was leaving it ambiguous because it's funny, but I guess I was wrong the whole time, too. So that's just, that's great. Awesome. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving towards the uh, Great Hall, I suppose. Okay, so when you reach the Great Hall doors, uh, it is now silent beyond them. Hold on, quick! I like pull you guys back down (laughs) into like the basement hallway. If if that cook guy was cooking stuff, was he just like cooking it for himself to eat? Because it. Like, if it's all quiet... I mean, a bed could eat a whole pig. Oh, okay. Especially that one. Uh, so, if you have... You can roll intelligence, and if you've got cooking tools proficiency, add your proficiency bonus. Hey! Ugh. Uh, nine off of seven? Uh, so... He had the fire really, really low under the pig he was turning. Hmm. 
he was slow cooking it in a way that would lead to like kind of like smoking it so long-term preservation okay this was not food for tonight this is we just left the fire going down there didn't we that pig's gonna burn that's fine yeah i mean it is fine i mean it's also slow cooking like these it's gonna take until tomorrow Mm. yeah they're probably Mm. probably expecting company it's quiet in here now i mean orcs are like you guys they have to sleep i i don't think we're the exception to the rule like most things need sleep Mm, yeah because most things were bred off of you know what never mind we're you know i'm just gonna leave that things with a soul need to sleep with a soul now (laughs) I just slowly back back down into the like basement hole while these two have their bicker again. <laughs> I think there's some bitter butter goblins out here or something. <laughs> some stuff's gone sour. <laughs> just kind of glance at the orc that now looks like Swiss cheese. <laughs> there's only like a hole in here. <laughs> It was mostly you just punching him and a bunch of bug bites on his face. <laughs> Maybe one tear from my insult. No, he did not care about my insult. <laughs> uh, all right. Creep up to that. The great hall doors. Okay. Uh, I'll just like, yeah, put my ear to them and. Okay. Roll a perception check. Ooh, I got a 24 off of a 19. You know that sound you'll hear in an empty school gymnasium, that hollowing, empty echoing when a room that should be full of people has no one in it? That's what you're hearing beyond the door. I'll like just try to, yeah, I'll try to open it a crack and peek in. So there are a couple of torches that are burning down near the front of the Great Hall, uh, which should hold room for about 100 people. There are like three picnic tables, four picnic tables set up that have a bunch of uh, pewter platters and mugs on them. Uh, There is no one in here, but there is another one of these makeshift doors that leads to the west. I'll wave these guys forward. Okay. And just, I'll open the door the rest of the way and just point at the other door to the west. Hmm. At this point, I'll be bringing up the rear unless we change our formation. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll I'll walk in. It looks like they already have torches, so my torch probably isn't that. Mm-hmm. Might be a little brighter, but. Uh. I still try to be quiet. Yeah. Ta- I'll I'll take a look around, but mostly focusing on where those picnic tables are, clearly like what the area of the hall that they were using. Right. So yeah, as you're looking, there are like scraps of uneaten food. There are a bunch of again pewter tankards that are half full of flat beer. There is uh, a keg over in one corner. And there is a, uh, in the hearth of the Great Hall, there is a hanging soup pot. Okay. I'll let my mouse just like loose on the table for now okay. to go. <laughs> He's feasting like crazy. <laughs> What's in he this? meets some friends on the table. <laughs> What's in the soup pot? I'll go over and look at it. Uh, so it is uh, like a thick stew broth with a bunch of, meat that looks almost a little bit green Ooh. uh yeah it does not look or smell that appetizing to you okay can you uh, oh can you talk to your to your little friend there is that what so i'm an elf so i can talk to animals i don't know learn their languages maybe get an animal degree it won't get you an animal job. <laughs> <laughs> Just animal student debt. <laughs> no, I can't. 
No, I can't talk to animals. You owe the bank of chipmunks so many acorns. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than owing the bank of faith saltwater taffies so they won't kidnap back. your firstborn <laughs> cherry boots is my new favorite being on this planet your funeral well your firstborn's funeral honestly <laughs> i will keep my promise um i'll like start ripping up some meat and like feeding the other rats and mice on the mm-hmm. table and like with, with the practice of it, because, mm-hmm. again, I feel like it would take a certain skill not to scare them and be able to feed them. And, mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. used to be a big part of your life, so. Yeah. This is more a Pied Piper situation <laughs> than a um, Dr. Doolittle situation. <laughs> Do you want my pan flutes? <laughs> uh, yeah, it doesn't look like anything else around here as I still just like have my hand out casually letting a handful of rats eat out of it. <laughs> I'm guessing if the orcs were still around, like, you know, I know you can't talk to them, but like generally rats and other things don't hang out when mm-hmm. loud crashy things are, are about. They at least wouldn't have the gall to be up on the table. Yeah. Hmm. So they must have been gone for a bit. Maybe when we heard that singing die down. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if they sleep beyond there. Yeah. I'd imagine that they're pretty confident in their free meals with the way these guys eat. Mm-hmm. Fair. Well, one last place to check. Yeah, and we knew that something was going on up in the tower, too. Mm-hmm. But I say keep clearing this way, and then we'll... I think this leads up to the... You said yes, it, it goes does. west. This will... I don't have in the any direction spatial... Of... And neither does Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> neither of us are good at this. All right, mm-hmm. I'll kind of turn back to the table and like make a like get biter my mouse to come back up and hold my hand out see if any rats want to join <laughs> okay yeah they some come and sniff to see if there's more food but don't come on to your hand that's okay you do you boo <laughs> all right so you head over to the door yep and who's taking the lead now uh stick um, with what we we're doing yeah Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was a little nervous going into that room, but ear to the door. Okay. Or, like, you want to take the lead now? Yeah, I can take the lead. Okay. Unless you. No, no. no I was asking what are like do what we did coming into the great hall. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was you... worried about being ambushed from the side in the Big within the great space. hall. Yeah. Right. But yeah, now that we're going more linearly, okay. I'm down to take the front. Okay. 